Hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. I am Sykes and this is my podcast. Now, before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out last week's episode with Lazy JP. If you are one of those people, hope you enjoyed the conversation and thanks so much for coming back. But for those of you out there in the world who are new to the show, Welcome! Feel free to make yourselves at home, and as always, there's beer and soda in the fridge. Speaking of beer and soda in the fridge, have you noticed the new logo on the page? It might be on the image there, or if you're on the Facebook, you might see it on the top in the header area, or if you're on the Bandcamp, you might see it in my little profile picture area. Uh, It was designed by my friend Chris Smith, who does a ton of artwork here in Pittsburgh for different bands and various things, and he's an awesome dude, and he really knocked it out of the park with that beer and soda in the fridge little logo. All I said was, hey, can you give me a fridge with some beer and soda in it? And yeah, it's awesome. It it turned out really, really great. So I'm going to put a link to his art and where you can get a hold of him in the description. And it'll probably continue to be in the description as long as I'm using his logo that he made for me every week. So be sure to check out his work. Shout out to Chris Smith. I'm actually going to get him on the podcast soon. He is going to be on an episode. We're going to talk about art, and it's going to be cool. But moving on, uh, what's something else I want to talk about before we get into what we're doing today? Oh, as some of you may be aware, I am finishing up my new album, the new Sykes album, or technically the new Sykes and the New Violence album, and it is really fucking close to being done. Just let me say that, and it sounds pretty, pretty cool. I'm really happy with it so far, and if you are a fan of my music, then you should sign up for this new email list thing that I'm doing because I'm going to be offering uh, exclusive early downloads and sneak previews of songs and doing some like behind-the-scenes stuff that only people on the email list are going to get. So if you're someone who genuinely gives a shit about what I'm doing, sign up for the email list. It's really easy to do. You just got to go to sykes.fanbridge dot com there will be a link also in the description for that so just sign up it'll take two seconds you can even just connect with your facebook and it'll pull your email directly from your facebook so you don't even have to type anything really at all and you'll help be you'll be helping me out a lot but on to the matter at hand today my friends in reverse the cursor on the show and for those of you who do not know reverse the curse They are a band from Ohio, and they're good. They're really fucking good. And, you know, I'm friends with them. And originally, this episode was actually just supposed to be with the drummer, Joey. Because they were going to be here playing a show in Pittsburgh on tour. We, We scheduled to do it that day, and he showed up with everybody. The whole band was here. So I was like, well, okay, I guess this is what we're doing. So... I had to leave work early, come back home, 
record this episode and then leave right away to go to Matt Vary's place to track Sykes vocals. So it was a really hectic day. A lot was going on. I didn't have my shit together to begin with, let alone I was not like set up to uh, record an interview with four people properly. You know, I had uh, already set up all the mics and everything, or the mic, since I only thought it was going to be me and Joey. <laughs> and, you know, so I had everything set up so whenever I got home from work, they could come at the same time, and we could do it, and then I could get to the studio on time to track my vocals afterwards. So I didn't have time to set up four mics and get all... It, it just wasn't going to happen. So with that being said, this conversation, the audio is a little funky because it's just one mic getting the room, but you can hear everything. It's not too bad. You, you'll deal. You'll be fine. Uh, and yeah, reverse the curses on the show. It's going to be cool. What are we talking about today? Should probably talk about that, maybe. Well, obviously going to talk about the origins of the band and all of that typical shit, you know. Them as kids, uh, growing up in the woods versus weirdos like me that grew up in the city, even though I didn't really grow up in the city and they didn't really grow up in the woods per se, but you know, we just talk about the different lifestyles of childhood and how it can affect you as you're growing up. And then we also talk about like, I don't know, stuff that you're into as a kid, like baseball and video games and shit like that. And eventually, you know, picking up on music and getting into playing music and then being in bands and stuff. And then just the shit that carries on with you through your childhood into your adulthood. Like specifically in this conversation, we talk a lot about the Simpsons and Ninja Turtles. <laughs> and uh, we also, you know, just a bunch of music too. Music that we had in our lives growing up. Everything from fucking Nine Inch Nails to the Rolling Stones. It's just, it's all over the place, but it's a really, really cool conversation and if you're cool, I think you'll like it. So yeah, that's that's all I'm going to say. This intro has gone on long enough. So, sit back, relax, and let's start the motherfucking beat! Welcome to my, my, my room. What's up? I wasn't nice expecting room. to have the whole gang here, but this is nice. Oh, yeah. I figured, <laughs> I figured we'd do it as a band. I wasn't yeah. sure what you wanted to do. I, I, I would, it doesn't matter to me. All right, cool. This works. Absolutely. I think that we're going. I was I was listening to this really cool record that I got in the mail the other day. Hell yeah. <laughs> Can I see it? I don't know if you've... I don't know if you've heard it. It's pretty alright. No, you've probably it. heard it too many times at this fucking point, I'd imagine. Yeah, just yeah. way too many. <laughs> oh, you got like a... How's uh, the, the band thing been treating you guys? <laughs> now that it seems like something finally panned out with this, and yeah, it's nice you're in better this. hands than you were before. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's just good to finally have it out. It's been like... Yeah, I feel like it's definitely been a while. I remember I... Two since it's been done. Yeah. Yeah, I, it sucks how long it takes to get shit done sometimes. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking, like... It is hard sometimes. Yeah, like, it's still new 
to so many people probably. Yeah. They've yeah. never heard it, but you've been sitting on these songs. I mean, they you really released can. it how like it was originally released, like you said, like a year and a half, almost two years ago, and the yeah. songs are probably even older than that. Yeah. So it's like, oh my god. Yeah. Probably just like <laughs> about time. Sure, sure. How long have you guys been a band? Uh, Reverse the Curse. How long has Reverse the Curse been a band? As the wine pours. <laughs> Uh, Ed and I started playing music Just together in, uh, sixth grade, I Ooh, think is when he bought it. We, yeah, started jamming together. He had a guitar and I had drums, right, all that stuff just together. Yeah. So, yeah, so you've like been, like, two, I believe. doing music since. Yeah. Together. Yeah. Yeah. Friends forever. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> when, um... When you first started doing music, were you doing like any like crappy covers or writing originals? Totally, yeah. Like, what kind of stuff were you guys doing well, then? Green Day is awesome. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that would have been the birth we of all like, that stuff. Yeah. That was probably the first cover songs. We were probably Green Day songs. MC5 yeah. songs. Joey's dad, Joey's dad loves like great Detroit rock and roll. Yeah. So, Kick out a lot the of Stooges, yeah. a lot of MC5. <laughs> and so. From that point to now, how would you feel that your experience has been? You're still doing it, so I guess you're like feeling good about it. But I know that it's probably been a roller coaster in some yeah, points and things like that. Um, it has. Uh, I think. I think we've experienced what maybe a lot of bands do. What are we going back to? Sorry, I kind of like lost my. Well, have Have you guys always been reverse the curse, or did you have another? No, band we name? started out when we were like. For like a year, for a while we didn't need a band name because we were playing shows. Sure. You know, you're just, we're just hanging out in the basement. We were Population Zero when we were really young. Oh, that's a sick name. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> Joey's dad would always, because this is where we would practice his house when we were kids. And his dad would just have the funniest shit written everywhere with like, oh, yeah. just like band names, yeah, you know, just to... like band names for us to be. And you'd have like time slots, That's you know, right. okay. for this whole gig, but it would just be a band practice. Yeah. Yeah every, yeah. every practice we showed up, he'd have like a different flyer posted on the wall for They're a made up show. I think my, my favorite band name that he had was dead from the neck of. <laughs> he was in a band called ugly muscle. Okay. Which might be the best band name ever. Yeah, yeah that's we, pretty yeah, good. Too. I remember one, right before we named our band Reverse the Curse, we contemplated on <laughs> naming it Ugly Muscle, but we were like, I don't know. It's, I don't know. I don't <laughs> we know. fucking shit up. Yeah, things went <laughs> That would have been the fast track. Yeah, know? yeah, definitely. You heard that band Ugly Muscle? <laughs> <laughs> People would buy shirts just to have a shirt that yeah, says yeah. Ugly Muscle on it. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. When did you, how did you find these two guys? We actually um we went to high school with Jack. I don't know. Where and then from. Jack knows Max. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how it happened. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's how. What was funny is Max was pretty much in the band before I was, like, because they had to replace the bassist. And yeah. They, I, I don't know. A series Somehow of we all played our like our first show together. Like my I don't know. A series it was of so weird how it worked. Out, ironic but. and fortunate events. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Led led you together. Yeah. Yeah. So, you've been this unit now for, what, a little under a year, maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I was thinking, like, I talked to you maybe in April or May when you did the podcast, Jack. It was February. Was it February when yeah. we talked? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So then, yeah, and I remember at the time, I don't think it, you were in the no. band yet. 
wasn't doing it. It was just before. It was literally like maybe I think a week or two weeks <clears throat> after that that like I was at work and Max called and was like, "Hey, do you want to come on tour?" Because they're gonna whatever. Okay. A couple months we're leaving, and I was like, "Yeah." Wacky. And we just made it happen somehow. Okay. So since then, have you been writing any stuff, or are you just like grinding on always the writing. same album, always writing? Yeah. Always writing. Okay. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff. Yeah, we yeah. haven't. We have. I don't. We don't have Do any you, plans. You, to you don't have any it. plans for it yet. I guess no. you still have this thing Wait that, on that in some way it just came yeah. out, yeah. so you gotta yeah, promote it, yeah, we, even yeah, though we're... you have been already. But we're doing this shows. We have some other shows lined up after this tour, and then I think you know, I probably throughout you know as the seasons go on, we'll do some more, a little bit of more touring. What's but, uh, touring like for you guys? Like a total DIY grind, I'm guessing. Yeah. Or do you have like booking agents or things like that or do you handle most of this shit yourself? No, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I guess I'm the one and Max helps out a ton um, as far as just booking the shows. Um, the first full length that we put out was um, with, we, we recorded it ourselves and then shopped it around to try to get some help just because with, with label support you get a little more distribution and you know, just be in the hands and ears of other people. That, that kind of helped, like that really helped us out. Um, releasing it on paper and plastic and just getting some, uh, getting, uh, just some contacts through that label, kind of. Sure. And building some friends and a, uh, a bit of a fan base from that. And then when we were set to put out the next, uh, the following record, um, it just, they just never held up to their end of the deal and released it. And so we kind of did that on our own. Just found a, a local label that we we're really good friends with, uh, to put it out and, as far as touring goes, we, uh, yeah, just through the contacts that we've gained throughout the years of touring, um, just been kind of doing it, the grind, That's the same thing sure. ever since, and it's worked out best that way, I think. Sure. Was it really hard for you guys at first? Um, touring? Yeah. Um, I feel like some, some people, like, it's like nothing, like even, they start, they, they, like, they never been in a band before, and yeah. then like three weeks later, they have like this good tour like lined up might not be great it might be house shows and stuff like that but it's like how the fuck do you even find all these people yeah and like there's some people that have been in a band for two years and they can't even get a damn show like down the street yeah i think we were fortunate we were when we were young a lot of older bands were always like you want to just come on tour with us yeah sure you know and that's kind of how we figured it out which is like people being like yeah definitely first Uh tour we went on i think we were 17 and um, it was like on a winter break in high school. And, um, you know, we, we just went out with another local small band called No Target Audience, who had already been touring a little bit, so they had friends through that. And they had a target audience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we did, yeah, we did that, and then just a few other tours with some other Ohio bands, and yeah, it just kind of has taken off since then. How do you feel about, like, you know, every city I go to, people are always like, have this wonderlust about other cities. And they're like, oh, it's so, it's so cool somewhere else, and it sucks here. Do you come across that a lot? Do you think Everywhere. that there's any places that are, I'm sure there's places that are cooler or better than other places, but as a whole, do you feel like it's all kind of like, blurred together and like the same shit? It is and isn't. We definitely, you, you can definitely uh, sense a vibe from cities. Yeah. Anytime we've played Philadelphia, which we have a lot of good friends there, but all the shows there just kind of 
So maybe not the shows. It's just that that city is always just kind of you're always looking over your shoulder. I feel like. Okay. Have you felt dark there about feeling huh? <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm not talking bad about it. I, sure, we have a lot of we have like a lot of friends there, but I've always just encountered so many fucking strangers coming up. Wait, to me that's and, like you do. I feel like we just have bad luck in Philly. There's yeah. always like a fight. I always see a fight in Philly. <laughs> Someone shit gets stolen in Philly. One thing that happens to me and Ed on every tour is that we get a fucking uh, a veteran that just randomly will talk to it's us. Awesome. It's like, I don't know. Not making fun of them. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's just like well. We, I love it. It's always encounter. Maybe it's a, appearance or something, but I don't. Always drawn, especially to talk to Ed. Just every fucking, just always encountering veterans that are. <laughs> just it always ends in crying, and it's like so emotional. And, okay, you know, so you really have some talks, yeah, like definitely yeah, not just like a hey, how it's going. You get like let's do it. Yeah, well, you're like What's experienced the, that's now. That's also you know another. <laughs> A uh, great thing about tr- being in a band, I guess, when you're traveling, you get to have those experiences. Sure. So that's. I awesome. think uh, any city is the people, and your and your your decisions are what make it good or bad. Okay. You know, I don't think it's a place. <laughs> you know, yeah, necessarily. That's like, definitely what I've like. Absolutely. I've never, this is the first band I've been in where we've done like, you know, like this is the fifth tour that I've done in this band, and really the past five tours we've done really helps sort of like dissolve that uh, illusion that like you know like what you're talking about the wanderlust thing where everyone's kind of like oh my god i wonder what it must like to be there like oh i can't i just i want to go and explore and then once you're there it's like yeah it's someplace new but that like it's like what ed said like you kind of just make what you want like you you kind of put your own vibe in each city like each one does have its own characteristics but it's sure. not like you go there and it's like, oh my god, like Chicago is so much different than this place. Like, yeah, it's different physically, but like, I don't know. It's not like this. It's not like some sort of veil is pulled over. over yeah, sure. You. It's not like and you're then, walking into the Jetsons and there's yeah. flying cars and <laughs> yeah. robots it's, it's everywhere. Like, and you also have such a small amount of time to really. Oh, sure. Yeah. Everyone's like, yeah. I've talked to people like, oh, like, how is that city? And I'm like, Honestly, like outside of pizza and we driving the there, it's awesome. We so finished cool. the show. I had to leave, so the f- six block radius I got to explore was pretty cool. Yeah, like, you get no spectrum. No yeah, oh uh, sure. You're like, you which is the best part? And you get like that. Yeah. The um. So you started playing music pretty young, and it seems like you said your dad was in the band, so you grew up with like music in your family. Yeah, I'm guessing. What about you? No, I didn't, I'm a military kid. My okay. Military. So that's why you're into like talking to the veterans and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's a stumble more than. <laughs> yeah, yeah not, it doesn't I'm, like go out of his way. Yeah, I know. It's I know. Just, like, but maybe they just like something happens. like they like they can sense it. Yeah, I do care about that stuff. You know. Yeah. It's like it's interesting. Uh, how's uh, your family then about you like being a musician? But they're awesome because they were young. They were a good military dad. Okay. Like 18 when they had my brother. Okay. And 20 when they had me. Yeah. Still married. They're just goofy. They don't care. You know. Okay. They let me do what I want. That's cool. Yeah. And where we're from, we grew up in the woods and Hiram's so Jack. And when, I don't know, you'd, you'd, the parents trusted each other. You know, I just hung out at Joe's house all day. Yeah. And we just played. Okay, and that's how you got into the music. Yeah, she kind of. Yeah, she kind of didn't. She she knew I liked it. You know, I think. Cool. Uh, when you were kids, outside of music, what were you into? I like, like I like baseball. Baseball sports. Yeah. Or just baseball. Yeah, 
Baseball. What about you as a kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, we were definitely, we did that together. And also, I was, I'm really big into like, out, I don't know, like, built tree houses and hung out in the woods. So, yeah, so you didn't grow up in, nobody here grew up in the city. I don't know where you grew up, Max. I grew up in, like, the suburbs. I didn't grow up as far into the woods okay. as they did, but I wasn't like... <laughs> <laughs> Like, I mean, it was blocks of houses. Right yeah. There. There was a house next to a house, next to a house, like, with a little yard, like, an entire little front yard, and, you know, we played, played in the streets, it was like, like the Wayne's World, like, playing hockey in the street. And yeah, like, sure, sure, sure. in the street, and the car comes, you get out of the way. Mm-hmm. I grew up in that environment. I wasn't in the city. Yeah. Or anything like that. Yeah, it's so weird. I grew up pretty much in the city, um, and it's, I don't know, it's just different hearing people, how they grew up and stuff oh, like absolutely. that because like with me it was just like mom would just like throw me in front of the tv and then just like video games that's yeah. it you know that's yeah. all i did i don't know were you into video games at all uh, or a little I, bit or yeah yeah totally i mean yeah. like i don't think obsessively like some of my gamer friends not like them yeah but <laughs> yeah i had a sega I think we all had Sega. Yeah, yeah. And we we you like know, playing wrestling was, games a lot after band practice. Yeah, and we yeah we do you know that evolved in, like the I think the N sixty four was still and it still is a huge system that we sure play. if you grew up with it you're gonna play with it. Yeah, that's um, the only system that I have any kind of gamer knowledge on is N sixty four. See, I totally skipped Nintendo sixty four. I went like straight from like a <laughs> Sega to PlayStation. To I did Sega and Nintendo. <laughs> Super Nintendo is my favorite. Okay. I like all. I like Mario games. I basically like games that I could play for like twenty minutes, be really into, and then get just up turn a off later. <laughs> we'll come back a month later and know yeah. right where I'm at. I don't have to sure. worry about any like storyline. Really, it's just like get from point A to point B without dying. Mm-hmm. Who cares how many points you get? How many coins you get? Just yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. it's like I try I, to beat Star Fox in forty-five minutes. And that's like that was that was always the thing. It's like yeah. sit down, I have an hour, I'm gonna beat Star Fox. And that, <laughs> that was my gaming experience. I um yeah, like I said, I mean I grew up in the city in a tiny apartment with like zero supervision, so it was just always just like in front of the T V playing video games constantly. I didn't have like woods to go out to and play and no friends. Not I mean I had friends in school, but like nobody lived by me. It's just like mm-hmm. a totally weird yeah. Yeah. childhood. And I think that like it really stuck with me until like early high school I was like super awkward and had a hard time talking to people. Yeah, I, I yeah. think we were, <laughs> we were all awkward. I think every kid's kinda awkward. Well, yeah. I don't think the woods takes the awkward path. I can't tell if it's a you know, because I you, you can only grow. Well, I don't know if you can grow up in more than one spot, but if you move a lot, like you kind of did. But I feel like we were very fortunate um, where we grew up, just because it is like a. It, I think you can be creative anywhere, but being out being out in the country is just like completely. It's like a blank canvas to anything. Yeah, I think there's just like less influence from like the outside world mm-hmm. if you spend more absolutely. time outside yeah. you know what i mean yeah, like absolutely. the outside world that you get from a television opposed to like yeah the outside world from just exploring and playing with like dirt and shit yeah yeah absolutely this wasn't my thing you know i but i was fortunate enough that whenever i wasn't with my whenever my mom wasn't around or whatever sometimes she would strip me to my grandma's house and my uncle lived there and he was like a huge record collector and like that was pretty much like my 
here, this is what music is, and his obsessive habits have... What were uh, his favorite bands? What he... His favorite band was the Rolling Stones, which did not carry on to me whatsoever. Oh, you don't like the Stones? I don't mind them, but I don't own one Rolling Stones record. Damn. But... Exile on Main Street, man. Yeah, everybody talks about Exile on Main Street. You're never gonna like them, you don't think. No, I, I, they're fine. Like, if so, if it comes on, I'm not like, oh my god, turn this off. <laughs> it's just, it, it's like, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever felt the need to just, like, put on a Rolling Stones record. And if I ever feel that need, you know, I'll pick up, a, I'll pick up one. Yeah, absolutely. You know? So oh, yeah. you like the Stones? I guess. <laughs> I'm not a huge Stones fan, but that record's awesome. I think. Yeah. And he was into a lot of that garage rock and just weird uh just weird 60s garage music that was pretty much his whole thing mm -hmm. yeah that's pretty awesome though yeah i mean it was my dad was super into like thrash metal and anthrax and iron maiden like my like my mom was 17 when she had me and my dad was maybe like 18 or 19 so again like the young parents thing yeah yeah but like my parents were just like fuck ups like straight up just like <laughs> Probably, like, exactly where I was when I was 17, but, like, I should not have ever had a kid when I was 17. I didn't. Yeah. Like, they just didn't have their shit together. You know. It's crazy. It's, like, thinking about it now, it's, like, oh, like, I would have, like, an eight-year-old kid now. That's crazy to think <laughs> about. And I, like, it's thinking about, like, how, like, irresponsible I am at times. And it's yeah. just, like, oh, I get now why they were that way when I was a kid because, like... Yeah. They're still figuring out how to fucking live, you know? Yeah. But you don't realize it when you're 12 and all jaded and shit. Yeah. <laughs> On some yeah. parallel universe, though, you, you did have a kid when you were 17. Mm -hmm. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Almost. There was a scare. A <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Um, now, outside of music, what are you into? What do you do for fun? <laughs> Anything? Works so that I can play with music. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, you work. You do. You still working on like music on your own on the side, little yeah. uh, fucking around shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I work a second job now. Okay, I, so, so you do like, two jobs. It's just like so the crazy. volume in every aspect. Where the last time we talked, literally everything has changed. <laughs> it's like I work twice as much as I used to, but I'm also like. I, I do reverse curse, but then I also work on my own music, which is still, like, inching along slowly. Sure. But then, like, getting ready to get married still, like, that. Yeah. everything is just, like, getting louder, <laughs> I guess. But, yeah. Everything good there? Lauren doing good? Oh, yeah. Excellent. Really good, yeah. Awesome. Still good to hear. That sort of tours and stuff. Cool. What do you do for fun, um, Yeah, outside of music, um, we uh, moved to Columbus uh, maybe two years ago, um, right right when we started, right before we recorded Existent, um, and over the past few years, I've uh, totally developed tons of relationships with people around that city and really dove into the art culture there, and... Um, um, you know, I've never been to Columbus, and I hear it's a, a cool place. It's pretty enjoyable, man. Yeah, it's definitely... Uh, as far as Ohio cities go, it's kind of on the rise. I feel like uh, Cleveland's always been like the staple city of of Ohio. Um, Cleveland's a little boring. Yeah, I think yeah, I think Columbus has kind yeah. of become more of it um, in a few different aspects. I know a lot of people. It's like it is a it's kind of a sports city, 
which isn't really anything um, I'm really particularly into because it's pretty college overwhelming. Town, you know. Okay. College town, so Ohio State University is huge. Um, but going, I've, I've just I've met a ton of people. Oh, there's toy collectors, um, you know, record shop owners, and have like I don't know filmmakers, and like kind of just do that with my time. I I when I'm home. I bartend on Fridays and Saturdays, and the rest of the week I just kind of uh, try to focus on. We've like Ed's got a ton of songs that we've been working on um, writing, and just uh, kind of started that process of writing a new curse record. And I'm also the one that like books all the shows and whatnot. So like a lot of my time throughout the day is dedicated to that in the morning and at night. It's like kind of going to see what's out and the city still or just hanging out with friends or yeah getting involved with other projects i like doing that i love working with film and what um, what with film how that um editing like, just, uh, i like i love doing uh like uh like just like i've always done like home movies and stuff like that but i've kind of wanted to get uh, more into like other projects and maybe cool. do that i just kind of started putting together an outline for a show that we would like to do out of the house Okay. Really get into that at all, but it's like something I want to do, so I, I do want to pursue it and do that once. So we're yeah. like a web series, tell like show. Yeah, I like that kind of stuff. It's fun to do it. It's time consuming, but it seems like you probably have the time to make yeah, it work I mean, if you yeah, wanted to. Yeah, I want to. So that'll be you know it's a project that we want to focus on music first, but that'll kind of come because I just want that to be fun. So I don't want it to be like come kind of a thing thing. Yeah, but the thing is, as soon as you get started, oh, if yeah. you like it, oh, then you're, then it's not it's that yeah. fun's gonna fizzle. Yeah, yeah, I mean it could still be fun, but you know what I mean. It's, yeah, well, if you want something bad well, enough, it stops being fun. No, absolutely. Well, you know, even like, it's like music, every relationship what ever. We do, yeah, no, <laughs> it's it's definitely worth it. Um, you know, booking shows and traveling it can be strenuous at times and exhausting, but you, I don't know, you you wouldn't do it unless you wanted to. And so that's like kind of what drives me to do anything, I guess. Yeah. I know that you're into like, you've mentioned like the toy collectors and yeah, the definitely. record stuff. You're into that shit. So how did that come from? Um, I'd, um, I don't know, growing up in America, I don't know. Okay. Um, it's huge in the Simpsons growing up and it's kind of... You don't say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just have... I don't know. Every single thing that happens at any second of my life, I just I just think about. Oh my god, this reminds me of this episode. I don't know. It's something you can easily relate to. And I think that's why that show was so popular. It was very easily relatable for anybody. Okay. Especially yeah. for a a male that was like I don't know a, a father. For any like, I, whenever like Bart Simpson was a thing. Like, yeah. like really relevant in pop culture. If yeah. you were like around the same age range that Bart Simpson was, yeah, it was like impossible not to like Bart Simpson. Yeah, you yeah. want no you fucking want, way. You want to skateboard. Yeah, you want to play pranks on people. You want to yeah. shoot a slingshot. Absolutely. You want to have fun. And I, and I also the same thing. I think why Homer Simpson was very uh, popular and relevant, or when he was relevant, it's like. Every American dude, every blue collar dude, or something that just like works a job, wants to go home, drink beer, and it's like sure, no, <laughs> no, it was it was it was really really good. I'm not as well versed in The Simpsons as you probably are, but I enjoy the show. You know, I like it a lot. We just me and three of my buddies actually just beat the the four player cabinet 
down at the arcade down the street. <laughs> Hell yeah. We played through the whole thing. That was a very fun game. So, as a kid, you've gotten to The Simpsons, I'm guessing. Yeah. Or did, okay, and it just never left you. Yeah, kind of, like, I, there's definitely a golden era. I don't keep up with it now as much as I did. Okay. But, I mean, I still, I, yeah, I still have a, a giant collection at the house. That's how I think I was with Ninja Turtles. I have a lot more Ninja Turtle stuff that I don't keep out anymore. Mm -hmm. Whenever I, I moved here a little over a year ago, and I, like, decided that I wasn't going to have it all out. I used to have, like, an entire room, like, and it was completely covered. <laughs> I feel like you, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> Not my room, but, you, yeah, I've seen pictures of it. But, yeah, <laughs> the, um... But it's like the same thing, and then whenever I moved this, I didn't feel like putting it all up again. Because yeah. like, but still, it's like I ended up getting like a ton of there's still shit everywhere anyway. <laughs> um, again, I don't keep up with it either. Like anything that's like new Ninja Turtles Wasn't related. Wasn't there a movie? There was a movie. I mean, I, I saw. I went and saw the movie because I didn't feel like that was much of a How commitment. I liked it. Some people were like, "It's awful," and it was awful, but I still liked it. It's like. <laughs> it does like whatever like the thing is like you need to realize at some point that it's not that that movie was not made for anybody in their mid to late 20s that movie was made for you know 10 year olds yeah. and younger and it's like it, to what like pop culture is now I don't like it but it's what those kids want to see you know so yeah. whatever mm -hmm. people are like oh it's not the same it's like fine Go get the DVD of the first movie. You can watch it. It's not. It's not erased <laughs> off the face of the earth. Nobody's like. I feel like the Ninja Turtles constantly like. There's total different versions of them. Just even in their, their own history. Mm -hmm. Like how from where they started, to that movie. It's Have like, you ever seen Turtles Forever? Do you know? Oh fuck, man! I love that movie. Okay, good. I'm glad you know about so it. Good. <laughs> that yeah, right there. Should, they should play that before. They should bundle that with the DVD for this new movie. Oh, just yeah. like with like a disclaimer, like this right here shows you that you know we can change it, and it's still Ninja Turtles, but it's just for the generation, like whatever generations eh, watching. Like it's all whatever. Like, I mean, like if I need to like argue with another adult about the Ninja Turtles, there's just like some. <laughs> this is like people like how could you go see it? It's like what are we talking about? Really? <laughs> what are we talking? <laughs> Uh, I feel like I've had more, like, heated debates about, like, comic books and cartoons with people my age than I've had about, like, real politics. social issues or politics. What's happening in the movie? I think it says a lot about our generation, too. Yeah, it does, yeah. I don't know, like, how much, by a show of hands, how many people really feel, like, passionate about any certain social issues or feel like I they're... I do, I think. I do. <laughs> you do? Quite a bit, yeah. Okay. That's good. Yeah, that's I'm, good. I feel like I do, too. But it's not, like, a thing that I'm very active about. But it's like, well, my schedule doesn't allow for it. And then that makes me feel kind of shitty sometimes. It's like, well, there are some things that maybe I should make the time for, but I can't because of selfish reasons. But are they selfish? I don't know. Is, like, having a job selfish? Or is making my music selfish? Like, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's a weird thing. Yourself, yeah. Everything's selfish, right? It's your life, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think it's important for everyone to if they don't want to, you know, yeah, and get into stuff. Because it should be people who are interested in it, anyways, talking on its behalf, you know. Sure, because be if you're not interested, are half-hearted. Yeah, then like it's not helping the cause. Yeah, yeah, no one should feel life's pretty hard, you know, to put some pressure on people is even. Well, it's kind of like one of those things where 
Now, you know, there's some people that are very militant about their passions, whatever they may be. And they mm. say, like, oh, well, if you're not helping, you're part of the problem. And that always kind of, like, rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. And so yeah. it's like, that's like, that's not really the right way yeah. to look at it. Like, <clears throat> I don't know. Or they treat it like you don't care. Or like yeah. just this soulless thing. It's like, no, <laughs> I just, I have all these other things that are directly impacting my life or like related to what I'm doing and how I'm trying to, you know, make a life for myself. Like, I don't have the time to, you know, invest all this time and emotion into something sure, you completely control. I'm aware that they're very serious topics and they're very serious things that are happening around us, but it's also very serious that I, you know, make the money I need to make to live and have a life and get to the point in my life where I'm comfortable. Sure. And it's not affected by those mm-hmm. things. Maybe down the line it will be. Hopefully not. But it's hard to it's hard to follow all that stuff nowadays, I feel, for some younger people. Because mm-hmm. the media's pretty fucked up. Yeah, it's yeah. really hard to even know what's real and what's not, what's genuine, who's genuine, yeah. what you're I mean, you can't trust anything you read online. Oh, no. There's so much like satire that's passed off is being not satire yeah. as like this deeper joke that <laughs> it's like you constantly see people posting stuff from like the onion and stuff and they don't even they I still love, don't realize yeah, that it's true. a fucking joke i love when they yeah. get they get heated about some topic and they post it and you go and it's like whatever this news and the news is n-e-w-z Oh god! Like, that right there is like what is such a dead giveaway? Like, I keep if seeing... a news channel uses a Z, yeah, like, how is that valid at all? Any other stories? Has anybody? Have you guys been reading that the, the hard times thing? It's like I've seen people the, post the it. Onion, but like for like, like underground like punk uh-huh. independent community uh-huh. DIY stuff. Like, yeah, I saw somebody like, really? and so, but it's like it's so weird because like when I first re- I read this article, I can't remember what it was like. Um punk singer tells a joke and like a fight breaks out or something oh, I, like when yeah. i first read it, i was like wait is this serious or not and then like people in the comment section were getting like really pumped up and like pissed off about <laughs> uh, and, then, and then you very quickly realize that it was like it's a joke it's and then but like it's really weird it's just yeah weird there was thing. A, a really funny one about like taylor swift or somebody being a screwdriver fan <laughs> then there was another one like crust punks make house entirely out of patches yeah yeah <laughs> I, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> it was really confusing when that first I first saw it because I was like, "Wait, this I know this isn't real, but is it real?" Because like, I don't know. Um, going back to the band and writing stuff for the band, when it comes to like lyrics and subject matter, where do you? No, I'm gonna say, do you pull from like social things that maybe you care about, or is it more personal, or do you tend to maybe go for like a more abstract kind of whatever happens happens? Yeah, I think it's it's a lot more personal, I would yeah. say, but it's very, I mean, there's some ties, definitely. Yeah. I like to trick them up, you know? Yeah, like, switch like, <laughs> You probably know, they're a little, I don't like to say what they mean. Like, things really. that could, uh, things that are, that can be applied to maybe a variety of different things, depending on the person yeah. listening to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I like that, because they have a very hard line for me, you know? Uh-huh. But I, I like it that way. A good story should be relatable, right? Totally. You know, who wants to hear, like... That's, a, that's like, my thing now as I've gotten older and I have a hard time 
like the only like let's say going back to like punk the only punk stuff i can really listen to now is stuff that i have like a nostalgic attachment to yeah me too because it's like really hard for me to take like like people seriously anymore when they're like screaming screaming about like some dumb shit it's like what (laughs) again it's back to the ninja turtle like what are we talking about here (laughs) and it's also like i don't know there's just like a fine line between like delivering something with like an intense passion Mm -hmm. that like some hardcore music might have or like a look at me i'm really loud just kind of like begging for attention there's like this weird line i don't know if it's just the times have changed or if i've just gotten older yeah and it's like really weird for me now to like see people that are still like in their 30s like taste of defending the scene yeah i don't know yeah yeah Uh. i understand (laughs) yeah i think there's a lot what's a good point to start and it's a good point to even stay for some people tastes evolve true right yeah, there's, a, there's a, yeah, I think there's a lot to talk about. <coughs> like when you, you talk about with age, you know, there might be a day that you actually like the Rolling Stones because it might take some no. sort of experience. I'm well, not saying I, you I, don't I'll like them, I'll but I, you. I might say there's a time like there was bands that I grew up didn't care for, and now I listen to them just like, why? Well, sure. Why didn't I listen That's to Led Zeppelin? Well, I, I came was a up. kid. Why did? Yeah, because yeah. it, it, you, you know, it's because I probably wasn't. I didn't understand it. Well, I've come around to a lot of things that I didn't think I would ever like when I was younger. Like, mm-hmm. but more like Pink Floyd is something that I really came around to. Um, some early Zeppelin stuff, mm-hmm. a lot of David Bowie stuff. That's stuff that I've come around to. I think like just like there's something about that like rock and roll like cock swinging attitude of yeah, the Stones which, that I get. That's yeah. just like I'm not quite into that because i've never been into anything like that even like or like like acdc or any like hair metal stuff not saying that you should really compare them but still just like that same like attitude of like the rock star i think i've never really been into like the rock star even though like to some extent david bowie is a rock star yeah but it's like the music's different it's like there's a lot there's like a huge there's a very diverse palette of music there and there is two for the stones if you go over their whole career just a whole different attitude too yeah what's that band what's a band that you never you hated and then you learned to love i don't know um i was when i was younger i was terrified of nine inch nails my older brother listened to him and i would just like i'd see their videos and hear it and i was just like it would scare me so i did not like being around it and it wasn't until i don't know my later teenage years that i kind of started getting into it you know what's funny is how much nine inch nails has been brought up on the podcast lately you don't know this because you don't have the conversations (laughs) but a lot of people have been talking about nine inch nails lately it's uh yeah that's but that's one of the main reasons why i love them when i growing up yeah scared the shit out of me and i thought it was weird and i loved it yeah yeah, okay. I uh I think I really liked the singles and then I tried to listen to the album and I just didn't get it like the downward spiral yeah and actually just more recently in my life I've come back around to the album and I'm like whoa this is awesome yeah, yeah. that record is really insane mm-hmm. it's wild yeah especially for the time like yeah where the fuck was where were you at Trent like in your head like to think <laughs> about that stuff when like everything else that was going on in that yeah. time period just like yeah. locked in a room, it's completely big. like uh, block yeah. the windows, <laughs> everything like no outside world influence outside of like 
you know, maybe some, like, industrial stuff. But even that, like, he really made it a lot more musical, oh, I yeah. think. I think, well, I think he gets, for his earlier stuff, not so much his newer records, but his early stuff, I think that what he was doing was, like, really comparable to basically, like, what Kurt Cobain did was, you know, like, combine, like, poppy stuff, like, you know, like, gnarly, like, punk stuff, but make it poppy, but he did the same thing with just, like, sampling yeah. and sounds, and it's, like, so much of that record, it's, like, the stuff is really, really catchy, but it's, like, it's just noise, like, so, like, if you break it down, it's just these repetitive noises and stuff, but, like, somehow he, he was able to make sense of that, like, sense out of just, you know, you know, organized chaos, whatever, it sounds cheesy, but, like, I don't know, I don't think he got as much credit as he deserved for that record, because it was really, I think... I don't think anybody knew what the fuck they were listening to. Yeah. That's the problem. But at the same time, a lot of people did. I mean, yeah, clearly, yeah. a lot of people <laughs> got it. Yeah, but I yeah. don't even know if they like really got it or if it was just like they liked the singles and they were trying to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, that's that's sweet itself, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, I don't. That's yeah. You gotta it's like one of those of like uh. It's like the really like artsy film that somebody releases and everybody pretends that they understand it because they want to feel smart. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, maybe at the time when that came out, I wish I was older than. Yeah, like you know, like, when I listen to it now, yeah, it's it's amazing. So we'll see here. Uh, wrapping up our thing, we still got a few minutes, but what does the future hold in store for everybody? Um, I think in the world. For you. Just like, <laughs> for life. For you. I'm yeah. assuming, you know, gonna <clears throat> promote been this, for this question my whole life. Promote this new release. <laughs> I've predicted it all. <laughs> Death. I think eventually that, yeah. that'll probably happen to all of us. Nope. Not yeah, not Max. He's nope. got that thing he was born with. Um the but other than that, We'll say we'll like that, okay, so like no, for the wait, for the band. Yeah, no, that. absolutely. I'm, um the new stuff that you're working on is it kinda like <laughs> Wait, let's talk about this thing. Yeah. Max asked <laughs> just get mad and tell us to shut up. No, no, this is fine. <laughs> no, but we, uh, no, as we mentioned earlier, um, Ed's, uh, Ed's got a lot of songs he's been working on, and um, him and I live together, so we've kind of just been getting our um, toes wet um, with that and getting into that. Um, what kind of stuff do you think you might be, what kind of direction musically do you think you might be going in? Because a couple years is a lot of time. And yeah, you could really evolve, and you might want to try something new, some different I will, things. It's going to sound different than sure. the last record. No, I think I it's going to be, like, heavier? Do you think it's going to be lighter? Do you think it's going to be more poppy? Is it keyboards? My back pocket? Or is this a secret? Gonna, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Let's throw it out whenever we get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- yeah. I don't know. I really like not telling anyone anything ever. That's good. About the music. You don't build any expectations, then. And then no. you're just like, here you go. Yeah. This is it. Take it or leave it, fuckers. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think it Cause is. Because I don't know. It's awesome. I love getting a record in habit. I wait when records leak. I wait. You oh, know? sure. I don't Because it's... I want to hear it. Well, that's... I'm the I same wanna... way with movies. I don't like watching trailers for movies. Yeah, I just yeah, want to watch the fucking too. movie. Because yeah, yeah. sometimes they show too much. Mm-hmm. They do. Sometimes. sometimes they don't, but sometimes they do. And it's like, oh... Then the whole time I'm watching the movie, I'm like, well, when's the part when fucking Chris Pratt's going to be riding with the Velociraptor? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen eventually. Yeah, I didn't want to see that. And then when it happens, and it's like, it's got like there, the mask, this yeah. wasn't what I expected. So, but, um, and uh, more for the future, I guess, we're, yeah, we, uh, with 
Ed and I both live in Columbus. Max lives in Pittsburgh, and Jack lives back in our hometown, kind of like 30 minutes south of Cleveland. So we're all kind of spread out. So it's been a a slow, a little bit slower process, but we're in no rush to do it. So sure, you got that's kind of where plenty we're plenty lined up. So. Yeah, we're gonna do some shows within that time too to keep the the other record fresh. So Good. yeah, it's kind of, yeah, that's kind of the plan. Excellent. You wanna you wanna promote anything? I guess I could just put links up. I don't know. I don't feel like you're really big. You check out, yeah, yeah, check out yeah, our no, band. We said the name yeah. a thousand times. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not oh, trying yeah, to like, plug everything. But yeah, you know. Well, Thanks for having us. Shout out this to is Ray nice. Ray. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming. And that is all, folks. Thanks so much for sticking around. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. Reverse the curse. Awesome dudes awesome fucking band if you're not familiar with their music there's a link in the description check it out and speaking of the links there's also a link to my email list join that shit links in the description check it out and another link that's in the description chris smith the guy that did my awesome logo he's an awesome dude awesome work he's gonna be on the show soon check out his art so much stuff to check out I'm sorry if I'm overwhelming you, but hey, there's just a lot of cool stuff happening and I want you to know about it. If you're still here, I'm assuming you're interested, so why not take it a step further and continue your exploration of interesting, cool, fun things that I am giving you. Okay. Alright. Just chill out. Where are we at? Yeah, so be sure to come back again next week. For another episode same time same place same channel you know what's up i am sykes start the beat 2015 Woo woo! thanks for listening and seriously sign up sign up for my fucking email just do it seriously please thanks bye